0: Well, Kai, thank you for being on the podcast today. It's been a big uh, no problem. It's been a big hassle for you, so I apologize for that. We were supposed to do this yesterday, but I surprised oh, yeah, yeah. you. I surprised you with a video instead, and so sorry about that. Yeah,
1: I was naked. Yeah. I wasn't expecting a video, and then I was. I clicked in, and I was like, "Oh, oh, Dave, yeah, come on, <laughs> don't do this to me again." You know, you always you creep up, or you, you always surprise me with these. Uh, facetime calls (laughs) so uh i'm ready yeah you're ready i'm clothed from i'm clothed from the waist up same here so it's all good
0: that's why we have tables although i'm seeing your iphone shot so i can see your naked oh no but uh man a lot has happened since last we talked uh i think it was like right during the pandemic last time i talked to you um on the show and here we are at least in america things are opened up again what's it like over there in uh in England
1: yeah I mean they said uh, this week would be freedom day freedom week whatever they call it which is uh, utter cool. utter rubbish I mean why, why do you name a day freedom day it's, it's a bit dramatic <laughs> isn't it but that didn't happen because uh, cases are kind of going up uh, dang. Um, but yeah I've had my jab have you had your jab
0: um, yeah I mean things everybody has them now it seems like over here so it's all the rage isn't it it's yeah, a trend. I, I guess we're... I, I, yeah, we're really lucky, I guess, in that way, aren't we, Americans? So... I mean, I was in New York last weekend, and it was totally open.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I saw the streets in New York. People were, like, going crazy.
0: But we're not here to it's talk about that. It's time to
1: go out. <laughs> it's time to go out taking photos, isn't it?
0: Kai and Locke are back together. That's kind of the talk around town these days, is uh, Locke joining you in yeah. London. I loved your yeah, I must, uh, uh, Bokeh Bros video. It, it, it's
1: it's all work related, it's not pleasure.
0: Yeah, yeah. You guys aren't friends at all. You you're not hanging out, you're not talking. It's just a pure one. Oh no, we hate each other. Yeah, you guys hate each other. <laughs> no. No, it's all good. Yeah, we're you know, he's here. He's um
1: not not under the circumstances he would want it because of uh you know, all politics and stuff like that, which uh yeah. I won't go into. This is
0: not a politics show. Yeah. But um yeah, he's here, and we're working together. It was great. It was great. The band is back together. I I have a question um, for you because, I mean, if you want to get kind of the whole story, the Digirev story, everybody go listen to our original interview. We kind of talk about your journey through Digirev and then starting your own channel. But I've, I kind of have a, a mm. deeper question, and it is, are you happy? Are you happy right now as a YouTuber, as Kai W on YouTube, the infamous and the only? yeah I mean it's deep because it's a question that I've been struggling with myself like i've I've been chasing the YouTube kind of thing for the last three years three four years everything has changed over the last year especially and now I'm kind of like am I happy doing YouTube I don't know yeah I know what you mean um we first met with photo keena what was it two thousand seventeen but might as well just call it the last photo Kina of all time.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I remember that was a that that was a point when I was I was just about going solo, mm-hmm. and then you were you you were doing uh, that channel. Yeah. yeah,
0: before indie Mobile. And yeah, that,
1: it, fit, it felt like oh, really fresh and yeah. there's all this energy behind it, and it was we are both doing something new. Um, exactly. Yeah, three years on, I kind of. I think it all started last year really I started getting a bit jaded maybe it's all this lockdown and covid stuff is uh got to me as well but um yeah I I I I feel like I need to do something something new something a bit fresh to just keep things yeah uh, new and interesting cuz uh yeah I yeah, I've gotten a little bit bored of uh, doing reviews uh, I, I, you know partly it's because of just filming myself and uh, think about how to shoot it myself uh, it's gone a bit boring
0: well hopefully but, um, yeah I think Locke will will add to that right uh, that'll help
1: I mean it's more fun when you're filming with somebody isn't it uh, I mean yeah. you, you probably know what it's like you you uh, worked with Connor
0: yeah time. exactly but is this uh is this an old man's job you know what I mean like you were you and Locke were young whip, whippersnappers when you you started you would be considered an OG YouTuber in a lot of ways. Is this an old man's job? Like, is there a, a retirement point for YouTubers? <laughs> I, I don't know
1: because when you, if you're talking about a, a different kind of uh, niche, mm-hmm. um, maybe it's the you know the age group. The amount, the, the age, typical age of YouTubers is quite low, but in the photography realm, I think the age is. Generally a bit higher, yeah that's true Northrup he's gray
0: <laughs> he's got gray hair
1: he's got gray hair uh other people haven't got hair absolutely um, gerald i I don't know how old, how old he is he's at least in his but, 50s. you know
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, but you
1: know i I think photography because it also appeals to people who are a bit older as well it, yeah. i think the the general age of photography YouTube is a bit higher, so uh, I think it's, it's luckily. You know, I, I think we're not going to get phased out yeah. too easily because oh, he's old, he's not cool.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, he's
1: not really cool
0: anyway. No, it it, it never was. It's only uh, it, it's gotten more cool as Instagram has become more of a thing, I guess. But uh, I think one of the things that caused me to get a little jaded is um, I don't know. I think the comments probably got to me more than it should when I was working at Indie Mogul. People were really Kind of mm. mean to me. What?
1: Really, <laughs> really.
0: But it, who cares, worse right? Worse
1: than worse than when they're, they're taking the piss out of
0: how you pronounce Rico. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, Rico, Rico, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> people people got angry at me for saying it the wrong way. So,
1: so what? You, you got some abuse. At, um, I think it was indie just mogul.
0: Yeah, indeed mogul has a very professional cinematography. You know, yeah. you, you would almost call it posh, is what you would say. Attitude, kind of a stuck-up, like, we're better than everybody else. And, and then I come in and do kind of silly stuff. And people are like, stop all this nonsense. This is serious work we're doing here. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I, 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 I guess the trouble
1: is that it, it was already quite mature, the channel, that people came... Uh, yeah, to Indie mogul YouTube channel and kind of expected something, but that does what we were like when we first started Digital Rev. I say started Digital Rev did videos before us, and it was all yeah. unboxing, just just somebody unboxing it and, and no face. It was just hands. Um, uh-huh. We called him Mr. Handsman. <laughs> and it, the first, I don't know how long, but it was just abuse. It's like, okay, these two idiots. What were they doing? Painting cameras and setting cameras alight. <laughs> Um but eventually you just push through it and you yeah. eventually lose all those people.
0: <laughs> they eventually unsubscribe. Yeah. And then you you just have to push through it. Well said, well said. Do you find the in like the industry as a whole um less interesting now that things are happening with the cameras and they're just getting so good now, it's almost like every camera's kind of the same at this point, and Sony is just dominating everything
1: in some ways yeah i mean everything's good these days isn't it everything's got and every camera has got eye animal af uh, <laughs> every camera has got roughly the same specs every camera that if if one camera comes out the other brand obviously knows what the other company is doing and they'll bring something out soon after exactly um probably because sony supplied the sensors to everybody sort of got Kind of a bit of intel. Yeah, don't Um, don't
0: say that in front of uh, engineers. (laughs) But uh,
1: it's still interesting. It's still exciting to see new gear. It's just there's not too much to shout about compared to ten years ago when it's like, oh, this is a brand new. This this is a really exciting new development in in the world of digital cameras. What what left is there to to do with digital cameras that will make you think? wow yeah just just how did they do i mean what what do you think what 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 feature would make you think whoa i'm gonna i'm gonna you know sell my kids <laughs> to buy this camera what kind of feature i don't know would, i mean make you do that
0: i think w- maybe we're entering kind of a lull stage where we won't see anything like that until some sort of new technological marvel happens with augmented reality or you know lidar sensors and things like that but um, as far as image quality and, and resolution goes, I don't, I don't need any more. I mean, 8K is already more than I need, you know?
1: Yeah. We'll see. I mean, that's going into video, isn't it? Is, is, yeah. is there anything left to do for photography?
0: Mm, right. Yeah. I guess higher, hi, higher and higher burst rates, I guess. How much do
1: you really need? I mean, <laughs> the, Sony's got Sony's A1, whatever they call it. Yeah. The A1. Got, what, what was it? 30 30 yeah something ridiculous like it's it's basically video
0: yeah exactly. it's a video it's raw so, raw video yeah it's amazing so,
1: i mean how much do you really need it, it's it's becoming video so that's why people are just getting into video yeah because eventually nobody will want to do stills it'll just be oh i'm gonna take a video and just pick out a frame <laughs> that i like frame.
0: yeah exactly i know red was kind of promoting that as a thing you could do with their cameras for years like you could use yeah. our camera, but like I feel like nobody actually did that, but
1: probably because it's actually a pain in the ass to kind of <laughs> go through the whole video and go through all these cards just to record this uh <laughs> yeah. you know eighteen k or even high resolution video just to pick out one frame
0: yeah, that's where the skill of the photographer comes in, I guess, just popping off the shot exactly when it needs to happen and not going frame by frame that's just so tedious. But yeah, I think I think vlogging kind of created a new niche that we were all hungry for, you know, flip screens and dual pixel autofocus and putting the mic jack on the camera. Remember when cameras didn't have mic yeah. jacks?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but everybody everybody's kind of um it seems like the brands are quite late to jump on the vlogging bandwagon. Things happen. It's I like know. a delay. Yeah. Vlogging was people. People started getting to vlogging a long time ago, and there's only now in the last couple of years where they're like, "Hey, we've got a brand new vlogging camera. It's got a flip screen. <laughs> it's got a. It's got a mic input.
0: It's got a." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. It's like, dude, the vlogging fad is over now. Like, you know, it's been over since Casey stopped. <laughs> it's.
1: I mean, seeing seeing the brands do this, like, oh, check out our new vlogging camera, is like watching a businessman in a suit try to vlog. <laughs> it, it just, it just, it's just a bit weird. It's a bit too uh, forced, yeah, somewhat.
0: But I mean, you're using right now, you're using the Z Cam, right, to film this.
1: Yeah, how, yeah. How do I you... mean, I'm hoping it's in focus.
0: <laughs> you have the iPad controlling it. So that's a, you yeah. know, those well, types of features are great to have that so you can self-film your, you know, your stuff. See, right behind this laptop, this,
1: this MacBook is, is not actually working anymore. I'm using it as an iPad holder.
0: <laughs> because you don't have the the, iP- the keyboard stand or whatever?
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't have it. So but you you use a, the iPad.
0: You didn't want to spend $500 on a keyboard?
1: That's, that's obviously a bargain, isn't it? Yeah, um, just
0: like that Supreme mic. <laughs> That's in the <this> shot. <laughs> what a
1: supreme mic. This is a fake. This is a fake from Hong Kong. Tell me about the it's Supreme supper. Mic. Supper. Oh really? <laughs> it's um it's it's a sure mic which has been painted red. I love it. <laughs> some, white, some branding on it. That's so it's just cool. a fake. It says it says Supper on it.
0: I need some Supreme uh I need some Supreme swag for this shot. I need like a Supreme uh, color chart. That'd be great. do you do you you skate no uh i can i can kind of cruise around but no i I would not be considered a skateboarder at all
1: that's fine that's like most people who buy supreme anyway (laughs) exactly (laughs) people just queuing up queuing up to buy this this shit just because because it's cool they want to be with it
0: so what are your thoughts on just the current state of canon uh, Canon has been doing all sorts of different things with the cinema line and with the RF mirrorless line. Um, we're seeing some rumblings about the uh, the EOS or the EFM mount line being canceled and doing a RF APS-C line. You know, Canon, I feel like they're just playing catch up at this point to Sony, but um, everybody still loves Canon. I'm shooting on the C70 and you mentioned to me even that you're considering the C70.
1: Well, I think it's an exciting time um, for Canon because there were a few years where it was like, oh no, <laughs> uh, you know, crop this, crop that. But they're 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 doing some really interesting things, and it's the they're they're being quite brave to head in the direction of mirrorless. Obviously, that is going to be the way anyway. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. But you would never have thought that Canon would be moving in that direction, and they're starting to do. I mean, they, they're calling it – are they calling it a pro camera or a semi-pro camera, the R3? Uh, the R3?
0: That's, yeah, I don't – I mean,
1: if we're going by naming conventions, It'd be... that won't even be the top model. Yeah, exactly. There's the EOS 3, and this is the R3, which is on that level. Yeah. So there's potentially an R1, which could be even better than the R3. Mm-hmm. So that sounds pretty exciting
0: um that's a good point i didn't think think... about that the one series for canon is always kind of the flagship for them i wonder if they're just calling it a three to differentiate it from the 1d four because they are still selling that you know maybe
1: yeah i mean they only just released that was it last year or 2019
0: yeah i think because of the pandemic it felt like last year but yeah i think they (laughs) announced it i think they announced it at ces yeah last year you're right hmm yeah, they, yeah. Because they thought the Olympics were gonna happen last year. But it didn't. To, to be honest, who cares? Who really cares about Olympics? Yeah, no nobody. <laughs> it's
1: it's just people running around a track.
0: I think the real question is, are you gonna buy a C70 and make that your workhorse camera? What are you using for all your YouTube videos these days? A7S? Uh
1: I've I've got um I, no, I've got a Z cam. have the Z cam that I'm filming this on. I've got an XT four. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the A7-3. Uh, yeah. Yeah, a 7 I I did think about getting an A7-S3, but I um, kind of hate the green cast on the, the log files. So yeah, kind of think about it. But C70, I really really want that. Um, you've got to persuade me. Why should I get that?
0: I think it's... <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll do my best, but first off, I think you're kind of a fan of it anyways if you look at your history with... Canon cinema cameras. You had a C200. Okay, sold.
1: I'm gonna buy it tomorrow.
0: You had a C300. You were like vlogging on a C300 Mark II or whatever, right? So,
1: yeah, but that was stupid. <laughs> that was an idiotic thing to do. It's uh, just it's uh, mainly just
0: it's just a workhorse, you know. It just it looks really good. It's very reliable. It's yeah, you know, got the Canon colors. The turbo booster is nice. You know, it gives you a little speed boost. Makes it essentially full frame and uh, all the audio settings and everything are great. It's not very good in low light, so make sure, you know, you're in a decently lit scenario. But uh, the DGO sensor, the dual gain output sensor is pretty amazing because it I don't know if you know about that, but it's like exposing for the highlights and the shadows and merging that together to make an image. So it's really cool. Okay. Sold. (laughs) I'm buying one. (laughs) Um, I wish the Komodo. It's a lot of money. I mean, it's a ton it's of money. T- yeah, I didn't buy it. My my I, people I've been working with, they bought it for me to use for them, and I also get to use it for this. So I I didn't spend my own money on it. I
1: mean, I, I'm a bit of a tight ass, um, so I don't I don't like spending money.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Supreme.
1: <laughs> but I, I I just I just I can't. I don't know why. I, I just can't bear the thought of spending that much money on a camera. I mean, it is nice to have quality videos, but it isn't everything for me anyway. Uh, I don't think, oh, yes, that that's going to make that. I want extra crispy videos. Uh, no, I don't think it's um, yeah that. <laughs> you, you can do something with uh, a £2,000 camera. You can still do good stuff. With a camera that cost half the price of a C seventy, I, I don't think people can think. I don't think people really appreciate that on YouTube, unless you say, "Oh, this was filmed with a C C70. Then they'll think, "Oh, oh, that's pretty good." Yeah, no, just slap <laughs> slap a lot on anything, and, and then if it looks good enough, then it's good enough.
0: Um, would you call yourself a droney? Do you like drones? Do you like to drone on and on?
1: I do drone on a lot.
0: No, you are you are a DJI fan, right? You've got a couple drones right or you had well one. yeah i don't know what the I, rules are over I, there I, in london though is it pretty tough to get a permit to fly out there
1: yeah i mean i i, I don't really fly too much it's uh, i've got drones but it's not like i fly too much i mean yeah uh you have, you have to go out somewhere then you have to think about okay uh, are there any dogs nearby are there any cats that you could potentially um blind yeah <laughs> um any kids that no, you could give a new haircut then no you can't fly here there's no fly zone any airports nearby no you can't fly a- any any elderly um that's practically all of the uk
0: <laughs> you can't blow off their uh, their toupee sitting on top of their head so all elderly people um but presumably it's the same in the u.s
1: right you, you know there's a lot of places you can't fly
0: no, this is the land of the free, the home of the brave. We're allowed to fly anywhere we freaking want. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, there's a lot of there, there's definitely some rules, um, <laughs> but it's pretty easy to fly around here, though. America's really big. Yes, it is big. <laughs>
1: but do you? I mean, do you fly a lot?
0: Uh, yeah. I I have a Mavic, or they're not even calling it Mavic anymore. The Mini Two, DJI Mini Two. They got they dropped the that, Mavic. I love that's
1: it. one thing that bothers me. They've got the pocket, uh huh, and then they've got the mini, uh huh. Mini, what? Why? What, what are you buying? That's mini. It doesn't make. It doesn't make sense anymore, does it? No, it should. You're buying a pocket, the DJI pocket. You're buying a pocket. Yeah. Before it's it's the uh Osmo, that makes sense. It's the small camera.
0: Yeah, that's the that's the that's the model of this thing. Is it's an Osmo. This is a Mavic. This is a Phantom. You know, it makes sense. What are they going to call the? Fa- are, are, by the way, is the Phantom line done? Are they are they never going to do another Phantom? They've never said that it's over. I feel like it is. I think so.
1: I mean, the the what was the last one? The Phantom Four Pro Two, whatever they call it, is it yeah. some kind of awkward naming convention. That's essentially like the Mavic Two Pro, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I'm sure whenever the sensor, whenever the Three Pro comes out, you know that'll eclipse whatever the Phantom Four Pro was, you know. So,
1: but who wants to carry? A phantom-shaped drone anymore? No, I, ha- I think many people want to do that, don't?
0: I? Yeah, I had to lug around a giant pelican case and you know fly with that thing. It was ridiculous.
1: With every new DJI um, drone,
0: I don't think there's anything in recent the recent couple
1: of new products that have made me think, oh, wow. Yeah, it's it's essentially just okay. We're making it safer. We're putting in a new cool feature in the app. Mm-hmm. It's essentially that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it's uh, it's similar to Apple, you know, like uh, most people don't buy a new iPhone every single year, but whenever your time is, you know, whether you've had a phone for 2 or 3 years, Apple wants you to have access to the best technology when you're ready to buy that, you know. So same is true with drones probably. It's like you could probably buy one and keep it for 2 or 3 years if you don't crash it and then when time comes to upgrade then Every year they're they're updating it, so it's just always there for you.
1: That's why they're trying to get you to buy the FPV because you're going to crash it. <laughs>
0: That's a good I don't point. Have you flown that? <laughs> I, have you flown that? I have not flown it. I've seen it. I've seen it in person. I have not flown it yet. Is it a challenge? Every,
1: every YouTuber, every YouTuber who reviewed it mm-hmm. on launch crashed it more or less,
0: <laughs> didn't they? I um I actually avoided watching everybody's videos because nobody knows how to fly FPV except for FPV pilots. So oh, yeah, I was like, why are I'm not going to watch, you know, somebody that's never flown FPV fly it because I'm not going to get the full like, it's like giving a guitar, a, a brand new guitar to a guitar player who's never played guitar. You know, it's like, here, listen, how good this yeah. guitar is. Well, I don't know how oh, to exactly, play. Yeah. I don't know how to play guitar, though. So, you know, you can tell it's really good, but I don't know how to play it. It's like, it's such a, it's a hard skill to to do FPV well, you know.
1: Totally, and the thing is, they give you this app, this game, which which lets you kind of test out FPV flying using an app. It's, it's not the same, is it? <laughs> when you flick that switch to to fully manual FPV mode, it mm. is like whoa. Okay, totally different thing. Yeah, uh, I, 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 it's a heavy it's a heavy drone as well. These FPV drones are usually really lightweight. Mm. So when you crash it. Or fly into a cat, <laughs> the damage is probably not as bad. Yeah. Compared to if you fly a DJI FPV into something, that that is not light. That I, I just can't imagine.
0: Could break a window.
1: What might happen? Yeah. So, somebody might fly. It's just going to stick then stick down to manual mode and then fly into something like a cow or something. <laughs> And just completely mash it up
0: I love it, you, you have so many different animals that you uh, reference uh, cat cow
1: well it, it's better than saying I'm going to fly into a kid's face right, Yeah, that's, yeah. that's too graphic <laughs> fly into a cow I'm going to eat the cow anyway sorry vegans, we am going to eat the cow anyway so you know that's not too too gross a thought is it because it's going to get slaughtered by the butcher
0: I have some questions for you on Twitter.
1: Go for it. I'm ready for you.
0: Mister Chris Nichols asks, oh, I, oh, hey. "Does he hey. miss me? Dot dot dot." We'll always have Germany.
1: <laughs> mm. Yeah, I miss his. Uh, I miss. I miss the German sausage we shared. Oh uh, yeah. We had a. It's kind of because they're, they're naturally double-ended, so we just did an end each.
0: I'm assuming he means photokina. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Alex you know,
0: Russ. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, Do you want to say I, anything about DP review? I mean, uh, Camera Store TV. I mean, uh, DP review.
1: Yeah, that's it. Not really, but I, Chris. Chris, he's a great guy. Chris. I met him when I was still working for Digital Rev, and and that was a bit uh, dodgy because if if Digital Rev had known, they'd be like, oh no, why are you meeting up with with the Camera Store because they had they. From a long way back, Digital have, have said, "Okay, Camera Store, there there are rivals. You should not <laughs> talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> under any circumstance, otherwise you will be shot."
0: That's such a funny idea that YouTubers would actually be like rivals like that. I don't. Yeah. Well, it's not. The internet's not big. A funny
1: for, is it? I mean, YouTubers like measuring themselves against other YouTubers. Yeah, they're like <laughs> metrics. Oh, this this uh, this guy's got more views and subs than me. Why is that? Yeah. Well he's getting products earlier than me. Why is that? Yeah, I met I met Chris and Jordan in Photokina for beer, and that was the first time we met. Actually, the only time we met, and that was cool. Um, yeah, I do miss them. Miss miss just meeting other people. I know. F- I miss Photokina.
0: I know. I- is it going? Is it really gone for good? I think they said they're they're over. Yeah, isn't pretty right? much
1: gone. Um. So yeah, no more socializing. Just, I'm. I'm. I, the only way I can communicate with them is tweeting.
0: Yeah. Are you going to come to NAB this year in October, by chance? No. Can you get no. out? No.
1: No, probably not. I mean, Maybe staying in year. Vegas. I I don't get Vegas. Vegas is like, why'd well, have to go to the middle of the de- desert? just for a show
0: it's uh yeah it's one of a kind that's for sure it's a strange place vegas
1: (laughs) and Locke hasn't made any better he said it's terrible there (laughs) sorry for anybody who who lives in vegas who's who's watching this Um,
0: it is hot it's hot and it's weird and there's yeah there's there's lots of strange people but it's it's also unique you know there's nothing like it It's,
1: it's sin city baby I yeah I'm not I don't have any plans to go into to any shows uh, any upcoming shows um not because I'm scared of covid it's just you know what, I've I've kind of I'm I'm a bit done with them for now
0: it'll it'll be an interesting season to see if uh the shows kind of come back to normal or not but I'm going to try to go to NAB cuz I mean it's it's easier for me to go than it is for you so I may go yeah we'll see
1: Unless somebody um, pays me, and then maybe I'll think about it.
0: Yeah, pays they pay your trip. They pay for the whole thing. And then give you a nice thick paycheck. That'd be nice. Jordan Drake, while we're speaking of Jordan, uh, he <laughs> asks... Are,
1: are all the questions from, from the
0: DP Review team? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Jeff Bezos, owner of DP Review. Um, give me a job, uh, please. When people recognize him, is it Kai or DigiRev guy, people mostly shout, "Hey, the camera store!" At Chris and I, three years after we left. <laughs> Do That's does anybody ever call you DigiRev guy?
1: Yeah, sometimes it's not often. Sometimes they're like, there, there have been a few times. I, I I guess I can count on my hand the amount of times this has happened. But sometimes it's been like, "Hey, Digi Digital Rev, Digi Rev." I'm like, oh, okay, oh yeah. <laughs> but there, there was. I mean, one time. That's not too bad, I guess. I mean, that's that. At least the they watch your st- name.
0: Yeah, they watch your stuff. You know, that's cool. I mean,
1: other YouTubers. I'm sure PewDiePie gets called PewDiePie. It doesn't get called Hey Felix. Felix. Yeah. So you know that's fine. People might think our oh, digital rev is his uh, his nickname or something like that. Because nobody really knew as a shop. Let's let's face it, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was the Kai and Lock show. Nobody knew or cared
1: was. that Digital Rev was a shop. And nobody really bought <laughs> from Digital Rev.
0: Um, no, there was one time
1: where I got called "lock"
0: ah, by go. a
1: Chinese guy. I mean, oh wow! You <laughs> have failed as an Asian guy if you can't tell one Asian guy from another. <laughs> you can't complain about being treated unfairly. You know, as uh, racially racially abused, if you (laughs) are are doing your your own race, no, 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 good. Yeah,
0: I mean, you guys are associated with one another, and maybe he never he never took a good look at you, and he didn't know which name was which. You're just throwing around names, Locke, Kai, back and forth, and he never connected the dots on who was who. Learn how to
1: join dots, then. Even kids know how to do that. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> Do we need to buy you coloring in book as well?
0: Somebody asks, and I didn't know this. Let's see. Alex Rusk. Ask Kai about his wristwatches. He had a Panari and a Rolex at the time of Digirev. Is he still into watches? What, what yes. are his desires? I um, didn't know that. What, what am I
1: de- yeah, I just took it off when I was, you know, when I was talking about, no, I, I hate spending money. I took off, yeah. took off this uh, Rolex. Um, I didn't
0: realize that you were into that stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really into it. That's that's what I um, cool. spend uh, somebody else's money on. I
0: don't know. It's just. I guess he just knew that you like wristwatches. What are some of your favorites? Tell, tell me about your oh, wristwatch okay. collection. Well, I guess.
1: Okay. Uh, I mean, this can get boring. This is this. I mean, you, do you like <laughs> watches? This is this is going to get boring for you, isn't it? The, the world <laughs> of watches gets quite geeky. They they talk in reference numbers. They don't talk. You know, with cameras, it's like oh, the XT4, whatever. Mind you, that's, yeah. that's probably you could say that's a reference. But that you've you've got like oh, I I've the Rolex five five one three the reference five five one three, maxi dial, non-serif, uh, uh, the non-serif. Oh, I've got the serif dial, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Oh my gosh! Um, yeah,
1: but I, it started off with the Panerai, which you might have seen in Digital Rev, which is a, a big watch. That was my first. Luxury watch, and yeah. then um, it was just—it was. I'm nice.
0: uh, looking those up. It, yeah. It's an
1: addiction. It's an addiction, and it just got worse. <laughs> so basically,
0: if you have an addictive personality, don't even try to get into it, because then you'll get sucked in. Well,
1: it was that or cocaine, and um, I, I picked yeah. a, that, the healthier option. Basically, have you, you know? thought
0: about doing a uh, a watch cocaine. channel? A, <laughs> a cocaine channel. No, a watch channel. Have you thought about it? Kai's yeah, Watches. Yeah, but,
1: you know, there's lots of other people who do it, and, and they do it quite well. I mean, I watch their channels, so... I, I, uh, I don't <laughs> It's a creative know if, outlet. Yeah, I don't know if the world needs... I mean, YouTube, there's lots of niches, and, and uh, there's probably a lot of... There's not many niches which haven't been uh, done. Um hmm. But I, I guess the watch niche is a bit difficult because not everybody wants to spend that amount of money on the watch. But yeah, uh, yeah I thought about it. I, I thought maybe I might do a bit here and there, but I don't think I'll go full-blown watch channel. I can't even so pump f- out enough videos on my own channel, let alone start another channel on watches, right?
0: You know, it's interesting... you. I I didn't know this about you with the watches, but it kind of makes sense now that I think about it, because you are a Leica guy as well, and those are um, Leicas and and watches are kind of in that same you know handmade. Yeah, kind of, it's the same know, idiots who Spend thing.
1: too much money on a bit of metal, and yeah. oh yes, it's 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 all about the art. It's all about the history. It's all about um, you know being in touch with a. Mechanically precise machine. It could be like yeah. a, could be a watch, um, and could they both awesome cost. Watch. They both cost roughly the same amount of money, and then they both have waiting lists. Uh, you know, like Rolexes. <laughs> Why do people want Rolex? It's because you can't have it. This ah. watch, any ro- any sports Rolex model, you can't buy it. They announce a new ah. one every every year at the I don't know Watchers and Wonders, whatever show they call it. And you can't have it. Interesting. You can't have it unless you, you've spent a lot of money already in a shop.
0: I did not know that.
1: You go into shop, and if you ask for this, you'll probably get laughed at. They'll just say, no, no. There's, the waiting list is years, so we, we're not even going to put your name on the list. Um, but, yeah, I got this watch because I, I knew somebody. <laughs> <laughs> So otherwise, this watch would would cost you a premium. You would have to pay above the list price just to get it. But I got this at um, retail because I knew somebody.
0: Tell me about your book. Um, it's something that I, I I forgot. Like I think that's why I wanted to have you on like a couple months ago. Yes, a, mo- that's it. a month that's ago it. or something. That's, that's why we we're going be doing. Promoting this is a promotion. This is a promotion for your book. <laughs> there it is tell me about your uh, book It's you, a book. T- you were, so you were telling me about this privately uh, when you're working on it and I was like what you're writing a book I mean this is amazing is it available now um, and tell me about just the process of making a book I mean good grief that's awesome man
1: so this uh, the publishers came they, they talked to me actually they talked to me before and they said hey, hey would you be interested in making a book and uh, and I said um, uh, "What what kind of book and then um, they replied, and I never got back to them. And then, just before <laughs> COVID happened, they re- they wrote another email and said, "Hey, uh, I'm in the country. I'm in the UK. Would you like to meet up and talk about writing a book?" And I said, "All right then." So we met up, and then uh, I said, "Yeah, I think that'd be cool." And then we agreed to it. And then COVID happened because mm-hmm. I, I had some, you know, I had some great ideas because I thought. Okay, there's there's a a little bit of a fee, and I thought I'm just going to use that for partially fund a bit of travel and then take lots of photos and put it here. But then COVID happened, lockdown happened, and you know, photos you of the do? inside of my house wouldn't be very interesting. So we yeah. just decided to basically get photos from the film community to make a you know a community thing and, and show photos of people who are probably actually better photographers than me and, um, and you know, show the work, show their work off. That's awesome. Book.
0: I mean, so the, the, the book is called old school photography hundred things you must know to take fantastic film photos. Why a, why a film book? What's, what's kind of the the motivation behind that? And you just tell me, share your passion about film photography with us.
1: I mean I started off learning with a film camera. So it's kind of a passion of mine. It's always been something I've I've been passionate about. Even, even when we did uh, even when we did digital rev, we did analog rev as a kind of a joke, a bit of a laugh, but it was something that we really enjoyed doing as well because there's all these fantastic film cameras, great looking yeah. cameras. Uh, but also there's, there's just something likable about shooting film, this whole process, uh, instead of obsessing over oh, the back of an, uh, a digital camera and looking at LCD screen, it's just you take a photo, you forget about it, and then weeks later you you get this pleasant surprise like, "Oh, that's a photo <laughs> I, I took, and it looks yeah. pretty cool."
0: You it's guys rough. were ahead of your time too. I mean, the film is so much more trendy now than it was ten years ago.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean that's another thing we're we're doing this book because that's a trend. There's all these trendy people shooting film, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's something that people are getting into. Uh, I mean, yeah. Kodak, uh, Kodak and Fuji, we re- reintroducing films that they previously killed off. So there, there so must, be that's, there must a, be that's a that's a
0: that's a that's a great thing. I, like, that, I'm really happy to hear that. And I think album sales outsold CD sales last year for the first time since like the 80s or the 90s or something. So um, we're really seeing this resurgence in analog things because there is something just beautiful and human about film and, you know, for music, I guess, albums. It's just, it's a physical thing. It's it's chemistry. It's not ones and zeros doing all the magic, you know? Well, that's it. I,
1: I think especially with... You know the year we've had and all, all this kind of uh, nothing is forever your your life could be cut short at any moment it's it's just uh, you kind of maybe appreciate these these things which you can hold these these beautiful slide films that you can look at um of course it's not about okay is film better than digital is 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 there any technical advantage over shooting film no and then, and then, there doesn't have to be if you like it, then you shoot with it. And and I think uh, there are a lot of people who can appreciate just the light, the look, and feel of film, and um, myself included. Which is why I want to write books because you know everybody does books about digital cameras, and of course a lot of the tips can be about digital cameras. You know, some of the tips are you could just use it for digital photography yeah you know all that bokeh bokeh of course there's a a tip on bokeh Um, (laughs) but yeah I just wanted to do something uh, before I don't know who knows how long this trend in film will last so um, this is something that I thought would be nice to do especially when when I first started learning photography and film photography all the books were dry they were so dry. Mm. I think even a lot of photography books are pretty dry right now. It's all yeah very kind of formulaic and okay, you have to do this and it's, all, it's like a like text science. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. so
0: you're going to you're going to school and reading a boring textbook. You know, so
1: it's not just okay as about film, but I wanted to do a, a book with tips which are just you know you can you can open up and you can just go through one tip and you don't have to go through the whole thing. You don't have to feel like okay, I need to finish this uh before I can hold a camera, before I know how to use a camera. You know, no, just just Absolutely. Get going. And then there's some tips on the way that without the geek speak, without the kind of technical geeky stuff that makes it easier to kind of fathom.
0: Everybody should absolutely pre-order the book. Um, I'm looking at a pre-order page on Amazon right now. Is that right? It's not coming out till July 27th. Is that right?
1: Um, yeah. Is on, it my,
0: on my end here, uh, on my Amazon in Nashville, Tennessee, it says this title will be released on July 27th.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I remember it's 27th. Or so. It was originally going to come out before then, but then there's uh, issues with printing or whatever.
0: It's twenty bucks. It's a easy buy. If you're if you've been influenced in any way by Kai over the last decade of his work on YouTube, just show him some support and buy this thing right away. Seriously, like I'm gonna buy one, and I would encourage everybody who's listening to buy one because, like you said, even if you're not a film photographer, there's gonna be value in this, and it's really just showing your support to Kai, uh, who's really just given so much to us uh, on the internet for the last ten years. It's insane. So everybody go buy the book old thank school you for photography by by kai w
1: um, thank you for the plug also available i've got a fridge freezer in the garage if you want to buy that <laughs> going cheap i don't need anymore i don't need anymore i've got a built-in fridge freezer <laughs> in right. my new kitchen so i make me an offer i'm
0: gonna i'm gonna add that i'm gonna add my fridge freezer as well to the list <laughs> because I have one in my garage as well because this house came with a fridge built in as well so I've got oh, a spare one
1: look at us flexing our fridges
0: <laughs> it's true i mean like in california almost no apartments had a fridge in the apartment which uh, which what do you is mean? absurd would you put it felt well no no like uh, growing garage, up here in tennessee on the street. No no every apartment here in Nashville at least that I ever went to they they came with a fridge. There's a spot for a fridge in California apartments, but they don't supply you with a fridge. You oh, have to bring see. your own or, I see. or <laughs> purchase your own. I see. Most places I see. okay. Yeah, most places from where I'm from at least always included a fridge with the rental, but where are uh, I'm from? <laughs> so California's like no you're gonna buy your own what are you talking about we're not giving you a free fridge um so we had to buy a fridge and it was you know it was a good fridge and then we you know moved back to nashville the place where everywhere you go comes with a fridge and so of course now i got two fridges so um <laughs> and we were how like did, how did we no, get here There's people who go to like those big wholesale stores and buy like a ton Mm -hmm. of chicken and popsicles, and they turn the entire fridge into a freezer and keep that in their garage. And you know, I remember going to friends' houses that their parents basically just had a freezer in their garage, just filled with meat and all sorts of different things, just like a stockpile. We're not those types of people. We just we basically go to the grocery store we get what we need that week and then we go again next week and we just kind of eat as the week goes on people. There's a lot of people that like the stockpile. I don't, I don't do that. Extreme couponers. It's true. The couponing is, is a real thing. It's an addiction. So you've got two fridges. I've got two fridges and you've got two fridges. So depending on what side of the pond you're on, reach out to either one of us. We'll give you a fridge. <laughs> <laughs> so many people ask about your voice, but I don't know why. Like you must get a lot of comments about that. I mean, you just were blessed with a a beautiful voice. Um, I don't know why people are asking about it. It's like, yeah. I mean, it's like, do you use auto tune with your voice? Do you, I mean, was there any professional training of any kind? Or is it literally just a curse that you were born with this, this, easy to listen to voice it's just how you were born there's nothing Uh, to it
1: yeah i spent three years in the 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 training school for making really kick-ass voiceovers no it's just just the way just the way i sound i guess (laughs) so it 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 came a point when you know i was quite squeaky as a kid well you know all kids (laughs) are a bit squeaky but then it came a point when it was just like boom you know i was in choirs and stuff before and suddenly boom Get out of the choir because uh-huh. it's like hello. <laughs> uh, I sound a bit like Mr. Bean. No, it, it, it <laughs> Mr. just Bean. It just, just, just um, it, it just came. It's not like I um yeah. Force it or for anything. It. It's just, just how it is. And often I, I see comments it's like uh, voice doesn't match face. Just. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair enough. It's fair enough. I should do radio. I should do podcasting.
0: You should. I mean well here's the thing you you do whatever you want Kai Nobody nobody's holding you to anything just do do you that's all we want we, if it's a book we'll take the book if it's the Golden Hour Podcast with Dave Mays we'll take that if it's Digirev TV so be it You're, I, I, you and Locker are, are going back to Digirev I did, right? I, I don't that's want to the, correct
1: you so late in the game but it's actually Digital Rev <laughs> It's it's one of those uh, awkward moments because because uh, you you, you do you do say rev and then I I I I say DigiRev and then I You're just right. thought, I just thought you know what
0: why do I keep saying that
1: I don't know why why do you keep calling it Raiko?
0: <laughs> Shut up man oh, I'm such a dork I, I, but that tells you that hey you know what that tells you It tells you how young I was when I started watching your channel I was you've like, never watched it 16- all. I was like 16 years old when this thing was a thing. Okay. Jeez. Give me a break. How old are you? <laughs> it's Digi- It's Digi-Rev. Hey, Mom, can I watch the Digi-Rev show? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was doing.
1: But it's well, nobody, nobody- There's a lot of people who do the same. They're like, oh, Digi, Digi-Rev. Uh,
0: the real question is, why didn't you change it to Digi-Rev? Because that's clearly a better name. Uh, no, I mean, let me see. I'm going all the way back here. 7 years ago that was kind of the heyday wasn't it 7 years ago 8 mm. years ago oh, so yeah, sorry the question going.
1: the question is why didn't i change the name of a company that isn't mine <laughs> just just for people who, who who didn't read it properly
0: no i take i take full responsibility i ask for your sincerest apologies
1: i don't care. it's not my company anyway get it get along all you like
0: i watched Virtually every video on your channel, I promise you, and uh, I could have swore on my mother's un ungri griven grave—is that a word—that it was called Digi Rev. And
1: let's not let's not knock off people who are who are not knocked off yet. <laughs>
0: especially oh my gosh, especially one such over. an idiot. Uh,
1: You're a right. Digital Rev. It's digital right. Rev. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: you, you, Why we? You, we you, you're checking it. I am. I'm going all the way back to like 10, oh, Kai, 12 Kai's years ago.
1: old. He's a bit senile. He, he might be wrong. Sorry, I'm just throwing, <laughs> throwing bits of metal around now. He, he might be wrong, so I'm going to check it myself. Oh, my he gosh. might be the one who's wrong.
0: Hey, it's okay. Nobody could ever say my last name, which is why I changed my name to Dave Mays anyways. So, What's the, fun, what's the
1: funniest pronunciation of your name that you've ever heard?
0: Well, it's kind of obvious when when people are dyslexic because they it's Altizer A L T I Z E R, and I don't even know if that's how you're supposed to say it. That's just how my stupid you know American family calls it. Um, I, it's a it's a German name apparently, okay. so it's probably Altizer. But people will say Altizer, and you know that they're dyslexic because it's like, oh, you must be dyslexic because it's A L T I Z E R. People say "elitzer" all the time. Yeah. Alzheimer's, of course. When I was a kid, people would make fun of me because it sounds like the the disease. You say,
1: "Oh, I was going to say, I, did you just say old, Alzheimer?
0: Alzheimer's, yeah." However, you, see, I don't even know how to say that either. So, you've
1: had enough of Cali, have you?
0: No, I. It's a long story, but I mean, I. Okay. No to mind be honest, <laughs> yeah, I just. <laughs> indie mogul was a was a total dream job for me it was it was a great channel and it had a great heritage and I felt like i was I was setting it up well and I was excited about the future but i just it wasn't a healthy environment for me and for my family all the haters uh,
1: chase you out of the, out of town <laughs> like
0: this kid isn't from around here we're gonna
1: throw stones at him digitally (laughs) until he runs off
0: no No, i mean there's there's really no hard feelings or anything it's just um i was just feeling kind of you know isolated out there i had no family really out there um my parents live here and they're you know offering to help us with the kids and stuff if we move back and basically i got a job offer that matched what i was making at indie mogul to move back here and they paid for the whole move and everything and we're able to have a house here and afford that with two fridges. So, um, you know, it was just like one of those kind of family decisions that I had to make. But it took me a couple months to kind of get over the uh, kind of like I did it for my family, but I never fully like accepted it. I think myself, I was still dealing with a little bit of depression of like, I was the host of Indie Mogul and then now I'm not all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. And so I've been trying to kind of realize, like, am I okay with being myself like David, you know, myself without YouTube, without anything? Do I have peace as an individual, as like a person? And, uh, you know, so I feel feel good now. I feel balanced. I feel really content, you know, and so I'm ready to kind of get back into it a little bit because I feel like I'm in a healthier place.
1: that's good because I uh, imagine when you're doing YouTube and then suddenly you're not—that has been your thing for for some time—and then you're not doing it, and then you watch uh, other people still carrying on. That that must grate you, right? Yeah. That Must that, that must get to you?
0: Yeah, but what I think the real question that I had to ask was, what is my actual identity? Am I a YouTuber or am I a husband, a father? you know friend uh son you know th- those are the things that are that actually matter you know and and here's the funny thing too is like we're still yeah. we're still friends i think right like you're pretending to be my friend right now uh <laughs> yeah kind of <laughs> kind of yeah i i was no i mean it was a genuine kind of probably insecure fear that i had my favorite thing about being a youtuber was being friends with other youtubers and just having that yeah. camaraderie and and Almost everybody that was a youtuber I don't know what it is it's just something about those type of people I connected with better and I'm still friends with everybody you know it's like people aren't my friend anymore because I stopped you know some 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 people connect with other youtubers really well
1: I it's it's not that I mean I, I don't I haven't done too many collabs but it's mainly because I, I, I don't know I just don't know how to how, how to best to reach out to to people without saying seeming like i (laughs) i I want something from them or um because there are some youtubers if you talk to them it suddenly becomes okay what you know what is your sub count uh you know what how famous are you and what can i what can i get out of it
0: yeah well i hate that and that's i think being able to be away from that for a couple of months has Kind of cleared that up a little bit, I guess for me. But yeah, I mean, that's a that's a terrible way to live. <laughs> but
1: there are some some people on YouTube who are really really nice people. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go name who's really nice and who who are douches. <laughs> um, that's that's potentially another podcast, isn't it? Yeah, maybe? yeah, totally. <laughs> Leave a comment below if you'd like to see that.
0: Have you have you gone through what I was? kind of going through it all for you? Like, have you... I mean, we kind of started this podcast off talking about your overall kind of happiness right now. But, like, did you have to go through any type of identity crisis, if you will? You know, going from digital rev TV or, you know, Kai W, the the big famous gear review guy. You know, do you deal with that or have you ever dealt with that?
1: Yeah, I mean, even when... Started when I went solo. Even halfway through, I thought, you know, I maybe I want to do something which is, you know, a group, a collective. Uh, you know, it's not just all about me. It's about um, a group of people making videos about photography and cameras. Because, yeah, you know, I eventually might get bored of just being okay, this is me, and and the channel really isn't all about me. It's not, I don't really offer any insight into my life. Uh, You know, there's only so much I show. So it's not really Kai W. It's it's not, there's nothing to see that is Kai W. It's (laughs) just, it's become, okay, this new camera, another new camera, And I think when I first started Kai I did think, okay, this will be about my life and this, doing this and working on that. And and for some time it was that it was, okay, I'm doing this Nat Geo thing, I'm working on this, I'm working on something else, I'm traveling here and there. But then, you know, doing the family thing, it kind of slows down a bit and um, it's become more focused on products and... I like products. I love new gear, and I love making videos about new gear. But when it's just okay, I have to I have to meet the have, it's the embargo and and try having to be be there on time. It, back in the digital web days, it wasn't about that. It. It, was it was like we just make it on our own time scale. Now it's it's, it's this kind of oh, oh it's this embargo, and uh, everybody else is going to get their video out on time. And then everybody publishes their videos at the same time, and then it's like, oh, who's 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 getting more who's getting more views? Yeah. Um, you know, you start comparing, and that's not that's not very healthy. No, um, I mean, I said before in a video that it was always about making videos that, like me and Locke and me and the the boys would uh, watch back, and and, and we would just laugh at. Yeah. And then we'd publish it on the internet because we enjoyed it and we want to share it. And it's it's become more about okay, okay, uh, it's uh, the, the views and, and it's about working on the manufacturer's time. Yeah. It's about okay, uh, the manufacturer has come up with this embargo and they, they want to have this big marketing push. And we you're just working on that because everybody else is and then it's a it's cutthroat thing isn't it
0: exactly that's why i i felt like as an entertainer and as a video creator i didn't want to spend my life doing that forever you know so it's like you look at entertainers on youtube and they can kind of make whatever whenever because it's just about the comedy or the, or the topic you know whether it's a trending topic yeah. in pop culture or you know i looked at a lot of commentary channels people who do these really funny commentaries about you know it could be this random movie that was made in the early 2000s that's like worst film ever made and they just do like an analysis of it and just it's a hilarious film or whatever you know i i, I just was like i don't know if i want to stay in this camera gear niche because it's it's become now i'm serving these companies rather than just making stuff i love which was how i started on youtube as well
1: yeah because we always used to you know back in the days we always used to say okay canon whatever review but it wasn't necessarily a review it was just Mm -hmm. it's a it's a show an entertainment show which features cameras yeah and photography. So uh, that's was, that was what I enjoyed. It was, it was the the entertainment, creating something which is not just, okay, let's talk about the ergonomics, let's talk about specs, let's talk about the menu system, uh, let's talk about... Now let's move on to the auto-focusing system. <laughs> and and that's what I found myself moving towards. Um, not really... I didn't really think. Okay, I've got to move towards this. I've got to make this. I want to. I want to be deeply reviewed because uh, uh, everybody else is doing it as well. It, I, I just ended up doing that, and I, I watched the videos back, and I and eventually I, I stopped watching my own videos. Before uh, when I first went solo, I'd, I'd still watch my own videos and think, okay, that's that's some funny stuff. <laughs> but um, it just became okay. I've got to mention this. Um, uh this product uh you know i've been uh I've, I've written down notes about the product oh i've got i've got mentioned that i've I, I can't forget about that so yeah it becomes um your putty in the hands of of uh, the brands um even though you're giving this impartial review um you're still part of that marketing push so not complaining, because if you want to have those products, then you have to be part of that, right? Yeah. That's that's how it works now. Um,
0: no, you're yeah, right. It's, it's
1: different, it was different 10 years ago. It was, it was, it was just, uh, can we email them? Uh, can, can we get our hands on this camera? We'd like to make a video about it. Often it would be no, <laughs> but sometimes they'll let us borrow, and they they wouldn't think, okay. Uh, the, the, how many views are you going to get? It was still a very new thing. Wh- why are you making a YouTube video about it? Even, even just a few years ago, even even when I went solo, I, it was it was kind of like ah oh, YouTube. <laughs> when when I go to these uh, new product launches, all of them are from traditional print media. Mm-hmm. These days, you've got, you've got you've got all these vloggers and YouTube people yeah. going along. It's completely different now. And um right. that's why on launch day of a Sony product you might see just endless videos. Even before it there'll be rumors about it, and you just see endless videos <laughs> from from a load of YouTubers saying, Oh, brand new A7S four <laughs> Yeah. Because there's the embargo, because there's this push to make a video and release it once that embargo is lifted people are going to do it before that because Mm -hmm. they might not necessarily have the product and even if they will get the product and they already do have the product in their hands they want to get their foot in the door yeah on the views right
0: well i think at a certain point you know you you can transition away from from just the hustle too right like caleb pike we we mentioned him earlier he uh he makes videos about interesting rigs that he creates using all sorts of different little doohickeys and maybe he has a new camera yeah. that is included in that but the topic is more of just an interesting topic you know i when i was with Indie Mogul, i was trying to play around with that i had some game show ideas like you know the, the one of the last videos i did was i justine versus armando fiera and yeah so you know i I tried to make it as entertaining as I could and I don't know, I think there's still room for that but I don't know, is it a waste to do it on such a small niche? You know, maybe I don't think so
1: because how many how many people are doing camera reviews in the same way the kind of uh, I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna stand here and, and talk about the product now. I'm gonna talk I'm gonna go through all of this and that. There's there's plenty of that. Yeah. But you adding your personality and your entertaining ideas is what makes it unique. That's the unique selling point, isn't
0: it? Yeah, but nobody watched it, so. <laughs> it takes
1: time. It it, it takes yeah, you know, if I if I started now, maybe it would be the same, right? It's it's just because people were like, oh, it's that Digirev guy. Um, You're right. You're right. I'm I'm gonna follow him because he's 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 been around forever.
0: Well, maybe maybe you just talk me into starting my own peer review channel again.
1: You should do it. <laughs> totally do it. I've been Canon USA, Sony USA, give dave mays some products (laughs) put him on the
0: list that's a great way to close it thank you kai w for coming on the golden hour podcast yet again thank you for the amazing plug there at the end i'm gonna plug you again (laughs) sounds good (laughs) i'm gonna put a plug in you oh my gosh! Uh,
1: I'm, i'm waiting for it I'm waiting for a date.
0: Now I'm gonna plug the book uh, again here. Um, Old School Photography: 100 Things You Must Know to Take Fantastic Film Photos. Link in the description. Link in the show notes if you're listening to the audio. 20 bucks if you've been influenced by Kai in any way over the last decade, uh, or even just enjoyed this podcast. Please go give it a pre-order. If you're listening when it's already out, give it an order. It's on Amazon. Anywhere you can buy books uh well i don't know is it anywhere you can buy books is it going to be in bookstores as well all
1: the good ones barnes and noble uh, amazon um name another good bookshop in america
0: books a million is a big one yeah
1: no not them not them
0: (laughs) Okay. Barnes & Noble. That's all you need to Barnes know. Barnes & Noble um, and Amazon. And, uh... I mean, Amazon started as a book site, so that's the ultimate book yeah. site. Um, uh, let's be honest. Everybody's gonna buy it from Amazon. And I love what you've done with the cover. Uh, you've got, like, an old... Leica. Yeah, Wong. Wong Flex. Nikon F. Yeah, I like that. You, you named it so, Wong it, Flex instead of Leica Flex.
1: It's, um... I'm gonna do a Kickstarter. I'm gonna I'm gonna create a Wang Flex. The Mandarin the Mandarin version would be Wang Flex, by the way. Okay. Okay. Just just so you know. Ah,
0: that's why I called it Digi because that's the Mandarin pronunciation, right?
1: They use that. Yeah. Perfect.
0: All right. Thanks, Kai.
1: <laughs> no problem at all. anytime.